2: CannabisRadio.com presents Grassroots Marketing on Location, featuring exclusive one-on-one interviews with those impacting and evolving the cannabis industry. Now, we take you to the 2015 Marijuana Business Conference in Las Vegas. Reporting for CannabisRadio.com, here's Darren Babin. Hello. I want to thank you for tuning in, and we are coming to you from beautiful, sunny Las Vegas. We are at the National Marijuana Business Conference, and we are sitting down with Andrew D'Angelo of Harborside. Andrew, I want to thank you for taking a few minutes to sit down and talk with us. How are you doing?
3: Oh, it's great. Great to be here on CannabisRadio.com, and really looking forward to talking with you today.
2: So, you know, here we are, we're, we're at another MJ Biz Daily show, and I gotta say, you know, I definitely have an opinion on this, but I'm gonna ask you first, I don't wanna lead anybody here, what was your opinion on this show as compared to last year's show?
3: Well, I think that they're both very large shows, so last year really surprised me just how large the show was, how many attendees there were how big the facility was it was our first year at the rio hotel here in vegas and that was a big scale up from the previous which was at that racetrack i think outside of seattle was the one before that which was quite frankly not as nearly as impressive right so this year i think it's even larger you can't even find a place to sit down and eat your lunch when they have the buffet out there i'm noticing a lot more competition this year A lot more people doing extraction machines, a lot more people doing packaging, a lot more people doing lighting and grow solutions and climate control. Instead of seeing one or two or three extraction machine companies, you're seeing six or seven. Same with all the different segments of the industry. The the one area that's interesting enough I'm not seeing as much of is all the consultants. That seems to be a little bit less. But I think what you're alluding to is there is definitely some irrational exuberance happening in the cannabis industry right now. So all you listeners out there, make sure as you enter this industry or as you navigate your way through it that you keep that irrational exuberance in mind. Because all of us, if you grow up in a capitalist society like we all do, and we live and survive and thrive in a capitalist culture, economic model, we all have to take a deep look at our own greed a little bit and really try to figure out where we want to be and what we want to motivate and drive us. And, And Steve and I have always... Really preached and will continue to preach that, that we have a values-based industry, not just a race to the bottom or a greed-based industry. We don't want to make the same mistakes that alcohol and tobacco and a whole bunch of industries have made. We want a diverse industry with strong values. We want to give back to the community and we want to give away a lot of our profits and medicines to, to to less fortunate people. And we want to bring you know lower and middle class people into the industry too, and people of color in the industry. We have a lot of work to do. We have a long way to go. But this conference, uh, like last year, is really showing me that the industry is is stepping into the mainstream, absolutely.
2: So, you know, you just referenced your brother, Steve. For those that are unfamiliar with, you know, the mission that you and Steve have uh, and Harborside, could you give us a brief overview of what harborside's all about what you guys have been building i, I mean I, I, I made the visit you gave me a personal tour there's no better way folks by the way to visit harborside and to get the tour from andrew himself it, it was fantastic but for our listeners who are the uninitiated give us a description about what your mission is here and, and what harborside's all about
3: Well, I'll do a little shameless plug first. The best way to learn about me and Steve and our lives and and, and Harborside and our mission is to buy Steve's book, uh, The Cannabis Manifesto, which is available on Amazon right now. So uh, go check that out. Uh, that, That book explains it in a lot more detail than I can right now. You know, Steve D'Angelo is my older brother. He's 10 years older than me. He's been doing cannabis since he was 13. That means I've been doing cannabis since I was three. I'm now in my mid-40s, and so that gives me, you know, about a 40-year career, if you consider carrying my uh, brother's bags full of cannabis around when I was six years old, as uh, my first jobs in the industry. We've been on a mission to transform the branding of the cannabis plant from bad and evil to Good and healthy. And we've come a long way in that time. The culmination of our efforts, we've done a lot of activism. We were responsible or we helped all these initiatives get passed in California and Washington, D.C. and some of the very early medical initiatives that were passed, Steve and I worked on with a a bunch of other really uh, talented people to get that done. But our work really culminated with opening Harborside Health Center nine years ago. And Harborside Health Center is a cannabis dispensary in Oakland, California. We have another shop in San Leandro. We just opened in Portland out by the airport, everybody. So uh, come visit us there. And our mission is really to provide a place where everybody from every walk of life can come into, feel welcomed, a natural light, open environment, no bars on the window, no bulletproof. Proof glass excellent service from our cannabis consultants who know the plant inside and out very well trained who can guide our patients through the vast amount of choices that we have at harborside which on any given day we have you know three to four hundred different cannabis skus that you can get medicine and then another you know Two to 400 plant and seed skews for clones and seeds so it's a huge selection and our staff is there to help people uh, guide them through that selection so that they can find just the right cannabis medicine for whatever their need or or want at that particular time. Folks, not a stretch
2: to say that Harborside is the largest dispensary in the world and truly one of the most attentive to its patients. It was an amazing experience, Uh, even even one that you you guys attend to a spiritual awareness within the dispensary, I noticed while I was there. You guys really are looking at the whole person and looking at a whole health kind of experience, aren't you?
3: Right. Um, one, one of the parts of our mission statement talks about the mind-body-soul nexus of the healing process and how cannabis Facilitates that, but cannabis is not the only thing that makes us well. And one of the things that cannabis has taught Steve and has taught myself and our team is that it's an introspective experience being with the cannabis plant. We do look inside ourselves, we do get in touch with the spiritual or the holy, we do have creative thought uh, and creative energy pulse through our bodies and minds under the influence of cannabis medicine. And then, of course, the endocannabinoid system and and, and how that system gets engaged with cannabinoid uh, stimulation from exterior cannabinoid stimulation, and how that creates balance throughout the body and how people with cancer and epilepsy, and all these terrible conditions that people are dying from. I mean, thousands and thousands of people all over the world die every single day, every single minute, every single hour from these conditions. Modern medical science can do some good and can do some curing of those conditions but really not so much in a comprehensive holistic way and often Modern medicine, you know, they have a checklist and they put you in a category and if your vital signs are X, then you get Y and they usually want to write you a pill or they want to do a procedure or they want to take a fancy picture of you. And all of that has its place, certainly, but what we try to do at Harborside Health Center is we want the entire patient, the entire human being to get our attention as other human beings and we want to give attention and we want to listen to the patient, I, I, I think that's the one of the things that's really missing in our healthcare model in this country. Those healers do not listen <laughs> to the patients. So it's one of the things I love about Nurse Heather and her show that you on here on Cannabis Radio and some of the other folks you have really talking about listening to the patient and 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 letting the patient guide us and help th- us guide them so that we can find the medicine or we can begin to try different cannabinoid combinations to uh, find that secret cannabinoid sauce that's going to work for that individual patient. You cannot do that yeah. in two minutes. You cannot do that with a checklist. Every patient that comes into Harborside their first time, they get the tour. Not always with me, I'm sorry, but they get a tour. It was one, that was one of the things we pioneered. We wanted to get to know people. We wanted to guide them through the facility. Yeah, it takes about five or ten minutes, and some people get a little impatient. They want to get to that medicine counter right away, and we understand that. But it's 98% of the people after the tour, when our tour guides say, and now uh, you've completed the tour, welcome as a member of our collective, and here's the floor of our dispensary, almost always somebody will express their appreciation for that moment. And uh, we do have a healing altar. It's non-denominational. It's just calling on that uh, spiritual component that's inside all of us, And that helps us heal. I mean, the more you believe in your healing, the more you you believe that you will get well, that you will beat it, the more likely you are to beat it. The psychosomatic aspect of health is very, very important. And cannabis can really facilitate that belief because you get that relief, you know, you get that euphoria and you get that pain relief. And all of a sudden, hope Springs at the end of that road, and so we 've paid a lot of attention to that i 'm so thrilled that, that that people are are, are, are touched by that or are, are, are getting it you know, and we 're going to keep doing that because that 's where we think that, that this plant belongs, and that 's where healing needs to go in this in this country i don 't want the country to be great again, I want the country to be well again because we 're not. That's beautiful. I I love
2: the fact that you are helping people who obviously are on a journey to well-being, and that is that's awesome. I know we're tight on time. I, I do have one more question for you. You know, we're coming up to a presidential election, and you know, Harborside having its primary home in California, California is facing multiple ballot initiatives at this moment the bigger ones haven't joined together as of yet what are your thoughts on california and of course um you know the rest of the country right now i think upwards of 10 states uh that are that are making the attempt at this next presidential election well
3: it's very exciting isn't it all these initiatives at the ballot in 2016 you know, I think we'll get unity in California. There are a bunch of different competing initiatives filed right now. Being filed and getting on the ballot are two different things. All those signatures require resources to gather I'm still hopeful, Steve and I are still hopeful, that all the different authors of the different initiatives, they are getting in a room together, they are talking together, and I think we'll get some consolidation there. Certainly, whatever gets the best funded and the most signatures and gets on the ballot, I think any one of those initiatives can work. I think any one of them is much better than what we have now. And I just encourage everyone out there to participate in the process. Whatever state you live in, if there's an initiative or something on the ballot, legalizing cannabis for adult use or medical use get out to vote vote for it uh, get your friends and family to vote for it we cannot afford to lose elections I'm worried about Massachusetts I'm worried about Arizona a little bit I'm even worried about California a little bit we have to get the vote out and we have to win every single election Ohio notwithstanding that was an anomaly when we can get you know that was kind of a no-win situation for us right so I'm kind of disappointed that we lost. But I'm also kind of thrilled that we don't have a monopoly inside a state constitution for our industry. So that that one was sort of damned if you do, damned if you don't. You know, it was unfortunate. But uh, the result came in, and we have to live with it. We have to move on. And uh, hopefully that we can have more unity in the states that are coming up in 2016. We can learn from that division in Ohio, and we can be reasonable in our approaches and not color so far out of the lines that we alienate our base. That we can't do. Uh, if our base is divided, we will lose every single time. We just don't have enough of the mainstream vote yet. We got to get our people out to the polls, and we have to win, and we have to be united. Our base has to be united. And that's, you know, it's a difficult thing to do. We cannabis people are very strong. We have strong opinions. We have strong views. We've been marginalized for a long time. And a lot of us were attracted to the cannabis culture precisely for the for the reason of not wanting to compromise our lifestyle. So then you ask us to compromise our politics and it gets a little tricky. But uh, Steve and I have tried very, very hard to be flexible and to um, help diplomat unity in all of these uh, states will continue to do that, and all of us just have to roll up our sleeves and get to work. Keep listening and talking to each other. Get the votes out. It's really exciting. And if we can, if we can win all those elections in 2016, doesn't matter who becomes president, we will have so much momentum. I don't think you'll be able to get the genie back in the bottle. Amen
2: to that. Andrew D'Angelo from Harborside Healthcare, I want to thank you for taking a
3: few minutes out of your very busy schedule to sit down and have a chat with us. Great. I thank Cannabis Radio, and I hope everyone will tune in and listen to all, all your shows. They're really great.
2: Thank you very much. Folks, that is going to do it for another update right here from the National Marijuana Business Conference 2015 right here in Las Vegas. That is it on Cannabis Radio. Thank you for listening to this edition of Grassroots Marketing on location, only on CannabisRadio.com.
0: This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call, quitgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
3: Catch those springtime
1: vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks.